0: devastating than when you take your property to market or you have an agent or a valuer come in to give you a valuation post renovation and they turn around and they say to you Rowan, sorry, that's not a habitable space. And most people are like, what? What do you mean it's not habitable? It's got walls, it's got windows, it's got doors. I can live there. I'm short enough.
1: In fact, I have lived there for the last three months of my renovation. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Exactly. But there's more to it than that. There is a thing, there are legislations around how high our ceilings need to be to be deemed habitable. And it's really important to check around the country, for example, state by state in regard to if you are on-selling your real estate laws, because there are all different laws around whether you can market a habitable space or not. So I know a property that I once sold, Um, I renovated and flipped it, its downstairs space was two and a half centimeters too short to be deemed habitable. It was, and so it was a downstairs space, so I made it into like a rumpus room den, but I couldn't spend too much money on it because for the wrong buyer, they would have gone, not habitable, not part of the footprint, doesn't count. So that wasn't actually, in that property, it wasn't actually able to be marketed as a second living space. It was only able to be marketed as storage space. So check that in your local state and your real estate laws. But what we're talking about here today with Rowan Rowan, expert and know all, Trady and Chippy is, ma'am, what's this about habitable spaces habitable and spaces, ceiling heights? Yes, and
1: ceiling heights. So um, the Building Code of Australia is pretty much the overarching documentation that we refer to when we talk about things like. Well, it, okay. it goes in in layers, like I was explained to you before. The Australian Standard is the bare minimum, and then yep. the BCA will override that if there's changes uh, that the BCA put on top of the legislation. The Australian Standards has, and then over on the top of that, there'd be various state legislations as well that might be pertinent to Man,
0: that sounds freaky, just saying.
1: It's not not too challenging, (laughs) but when you're renovating, you should be getting certification on some of this stuff anyway.
0: Absolutely. So we need to hammer that home. Yeah,
1: so your building certifier should be the one that's picking this stuff up, people. So if you want to make sure you're ticking all the boxes, you go through your certifier.
0: Hold on, though. There can be some works that you might be doing to a property that don't need certification. No, that's true. And so, for example, in that one I talked about, I literally painted, I carpeted.
1: Didn't change it at I all. I redid a kitchen. Yeah.
0: There was no structural change. Yep. So I actually had no need for a certifier in. I actually knew when I bought it, it was not habitable. Um, otherwise, if, you know, I knew that. Yep. But a lot of people might not have, especially when it's literally... Two, Two and, and a half, half centimeters yeah that's and great. so people, if you 're going to be doing even a cosmetic renovation or looking at a house to buy, even if it 's your forever home, you need to be really aware whether the spaces in it are habitable or not
1: and you can find a lot of the, you find a lot of this stuff out online or you can just make the phone call a lot of people are quite happy to give you the advice. Only. Over the phone. Just you just get a quick overview of, of what's required and they can um, set you on the straight and narrow um, pretty quickly. So, um, yes. So, in answer to your question, legal ceiling heights. Right. Habitable rooms. They are dictated by the, the BCA uh, Building Code of Australia to be a habitable room is somewhere like a living space. Um, a bedroom, a bedroom, yep. a Music room, a rumpus room, yep. a Media room, somewhere you hang out. Somewhere you hang out, yeah. And in a space that's deemed habitable, the legal ceiling height is two point four meters.
0: All right, but but what the about big but what about like kitchens, bathrooms, laundries?
1: Although you hang out in the kitchen a lot, believe heaps, it or not, heaps,
0: heaps believe heaps. it
1: or not, it's not deemed under legislation to be a habitable room. So they're saying that um, you don't spend a significant amount of time there. I, I, in the olden days, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But now we live in the kitchen. So, That's right.
0: Um, so what's the legal ceiling like there? 2.1. Okay, which is substantially different.
1: Very much lower, that's another foot, that's another 300 yep. mil, roughly lower, and uh, you'll know yourself, uh, ceiling space can massively increase the, the feeling of space inside a room. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. But and does it, does it drop like... lower than that? Well, it can do, but it depends on the purpose of the room. So if it's a storage okay. room or something like that, or it's a specialist room like an attic space or something okay. like that, there's other legislation that, um, that comes into play when we're talking about that. Um, and you can get special dispensation for that. Two point two metres, for example, on a, on a stairwell from the, the okay. top of a tread to um, ceiling height is the standard um, legislation there. Uh, ceilings uh, in attic spaces... There's a bit of grey area there, but in general, 50% of it has to be um, at least 2.1 meters. Um, okay. So yeah. Because
0: often, obviously, it's yeah, wrapped. they're on the
1: rake and things like that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, when it comes to non-habitable spaces and habitable spaces. Check your figures, because um, yeah, it can come back to bite you. So
0: this can be fantastic in a couple of ways, really. So from my perspective, when you're house shopping, this can be amazing bargaining tool.
1: Absolutely. A huge yeah. bargaining
0: tool. So yep. if you, for example, are in a state where, um, you know, or, or this is the national code, so that's that's a no-brainer. But for example, I know that um, that it's not OK to really market an extra bedroom, for example. I went to a place the other week, I went to a place the other week and they marketed it as four bedrooms and three living areas. And so the first bedroom, I'm like, oh man, yeah, it's a bedroom. The second bedroom, I'm like, oh, it's a small bedroom. Third bedroom had no window, which is oh, another kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another kettle of fish will cover another day. Yeah. So not habitable space.
1: Not a habitable space. And
0: the next bedroom was probably a two meter ceiling, if that. I'm like, not a habitable space, dude. Mm. And the agent was floored. He's like, what do you mean it's not a habitable space? It's a bedroom. I'm like, it's not a habitable space. I will not buy this as a four bedroom. It is a two bedroom. Funnily enough, the third and Second living space, I could touch the ceiling. I'm 164 Ah, centimeters high. So that's not a high ceiling space. So, what was being marketed as a four bedroom, three living space was actually a two bedroom, one living space with a pile of bad extensions. And so it goes both ways. Powering yourself with this knowledge. Knowledge is power. In this circumstance, it really is because you've got to remember, even if you're like, oh, it doesn't matter to me, I really want the house anyway. If for some reason you needed to on-sell it or even get it valued, that- Or
1: or get it certified. Because if you're doing more than a certain percentage of renovations, by default, legally, you have to bring everything up to code.
0: And so you're carrying the bag, is what we're saying. So yeah, you
1: could get left with the bag. So be really careful, guys and girls, just um, check your facts and figures.
0: And know what you're getting into. Know what you're getting into. And yeah. you know what? Let's put a positive spin on that. Use this knowledge to get better bargains, do better renovations, yeah. and have more fun. Scroll down. Hey renovators, if you're ready to take the next step in your renovation journey, then come learn how to renovate with me in my online renovation masterclass. It's completely free for all of you listeners. So if you want to discover how to renovate properties for profit, head over to NaomiFindlay.com forward slash renovation masterclass, where I'll show you how the seven steps to my winning rapid renovation formula, create a six figure income for me and many of my students. So save your spot today. Remember, it's naomifindlaycom forward slash renovation masterclass. See you soon.